0: Wrong, and welcome to another edition of the Icon Showdown Podcast. I'm your trusty host, Enan Hennigan. Did I say that right? Is that how I pronounce my last name? <laughs> uh, and with me today is the inscrutable Chris Pagnozi How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing very well, thank you. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. Um, and of course, you can follow Chris's uh, podcast as well, Monster Pulse and Set and Horror. Set and Horror. He's got some Monster juicy pulse. new Set and Horrors coming yep. up. Got some um, really cool guests. Hell yeah, so make sure you check that out. Um, so this is your fourth of or fifth? Is this your fifth? I think your fifth of the, the fifth. month. Yeah, this is the third to last one. What is mm-hmm. that called? The anti pent ultimate? <laughs> is that a word? I like it. I think it is a lot. <laughs> like the one before the second to last or one? Or no, right. it's the second to last one. Second to last. Second to last one. Pretty sure that's it. tomorrow will be the pen ultimate Yep. What am I talking about? All right, onwards. movies. Onwards and upwards. Um, Here at the Icon Showdown Podcast, we like to pit creative works against one another and decide which is the best. Mm -hmm. Using an objective scale, in this case, this month, this edition, pentagrams. So it's on a scale of four pentagrams where we break it down in terms of the antagonist, the ensemble, the setting, the surviving characters, the deeper meaning, and then finally the fright factor since we are dealing with horror films. So the two most notable uh, of this year, 2016, are... Don't Breathe and Lights Out. So Lights Out was released July of that year and Don't Breathe that subsequent August. So as we do, we like to start talking about the one that was released first and talk Mm -hmm. about the antagonist first. Who's our big bad in Lights Out? Uh, Diana. Okay, first (laughs) of all. name, Diana, right? Is Diana a scary name? No. No! No. Right? It should be like... Ethel or something. Right. I don't know. What's a scary right. female name? Uh, Diana. Shirley. Just, Shirley's better than <laughs> Diana. Immediately go to Princess Diana uh, my head. Mrs. Roper. Yes. <laughs> or even the last name Walker. I don't know. I, Diana Walker. This is not a scary name. No. I mean, I guess she's a normal person, sort of. Yeah, I I was a little disappointed by that as well because
1: you're 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 trying to figure out what is she?
0: Is she a demon? Is she a a spirit? Is she just a straight up ghost? Uh, Vampire ghost is the way I would put it, right? Okay. Because she can't be in the light like a vampire can't. But ultimately, she has died, Mm -hmm. and she's living just in the shadows. Correct. Kind of like a vampire ghost combo is I would say is the closest thing that we have um, comparably. What does she want? She wants her friend. She just wants. Friends. <laughs> She's
1: very selfish. She's so lonely. Yeah, apparently her friend can't have anyone
0: at all. Correct. No family. I was a little confused though because there. Are, I mean, her friend Sophie, played by Maria Bello, does have a life outside of Diana's haunting. Yes, and she only comes around when apparently things are bad. When things are bad. When. Th- but did I miss it, or was Diana responsible for the? disappearance of her first husband. They did they did not uh I think that's
1: left for our interpretation. I, I think it's probably Is he is he dead? Well do you think? I was trying to figure that out as, out as well because there's a, a scene where her daughter, Rebecca, is saying Did dad ever send any letters? Did he ever it contact made it sound him. like he Right. It, so I was assuming mm-hmm. that he took off because he couldn't handle it.
0: Yeah. Just maybe, her, maybe her, he her own psychotic scared. state. Yeah and that's what brought it about the first time but there, then she got the second husband right mm-hmm. um i don't know it was to me the timeline of when second the hus- monster was around was very confusing
1: did you find out what the second husband did for oh he a lived job? in an, or
0: he worked in an underground facility there were oh, mannequins what is there that? It's like a laundry an underground laundry facility <laughs> i don't know what the, there was mannequins that's the only yeah. thing that kind of maybe it's fashion oriented or clothing design or. Right fabric i was not sure what he did no, clearly no. given that house has to be yeah, lucrative house is pretty baller as it, they say why would he have to be working late at
1: night like I that no i think he may have been avoiding his wife and trying to do as ah, much research yes. as possible on his own time
0: okay all right yeah I'm, she R- was bellows the highlight of this we'll, we'll get to that later yeah. <laughs> um so beyond that she wants her friend sophie um, she's, is she jealous of her normal life? Don't you think? Is that Diana is jealous of, of Sophie's normal life? Yes. Do you think it's just her social life? I or- don't think
1: it's just her social life. I think it's just um, anyone else getting close to her. Like almost, uh, she's afraid of them being, you know, taking
0: her away, taking Sophie away from her. Do you think she resents how pretty Maria Bella is? Possibly because I mean she is this skin diseased, yeah, like translucent girl. Yeah. Kind I mean, of.
1: here's the thing: um, she was not. Uh, allowing Maria Bella's
0: character to be happy yeah so there was probably jealousy there as well do you think that Maria Sophie Maria Bella's Sophie Sophie was genuinely friends with her at any point or is mm, she just in I a cloud she, of unknowing because I of I
1: think uh, Rebecca even mentions this the daughter mentions that she thinks that Diana tricked Sophie but that's just her theory. Well, it's a theory, but uh, and, and as far as the way they were
0: trying to lay this story out, I feel like oh, they're giving us that even as a kid. You don't think, as a kid, when um, Diana was actually alive, I before think she gets poofed Sophie or whatever the hell happens there,
1: was trying to be nicer. I think she probably okay. recognized right.
0: that that Diana was different. Do you think she? Why was why was Sophie ultimately in the mental asylum to begin with, though? Okay, so they mentioned that Sophie had. Um,
1: so I think that, that she had some uh, depression issues. Depression issues. Like okay, yeah. all right.
0: That makes sense then. Um, but, yeah, moving beyond the motivations, ultimately she wants to keep Sophie in the dark both mentally and physically, actually, most of the time, because the only time she can talk to her is in the dark. Right. Um, and I don't know, the way she's so nonchalant about we're going to watch a movie tonight, us three, like it, it seems like this is just starting to pop up more. Mm-hmm. And Well, she was not taking her medication. I see. Okay, so that's when, when she starts popping around I think that's because Rebecca
1: also finds her medication in the cabinets and they okay. they, they feel right.
0: like that maybe they're full. That makes sense. Uh, do you, should she be medicated? I don't know. This is one of those things where, like, I don't know what this movie is trying to tell me in terms of, right. is she over-medicating herself? The, well, yeah, or? I guess at, at the end of the day, is
1: she m- more struggling with this spirit or whatever this vampire is? Or her own depression. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's a little unclear.
0: Uh. Yeah. Touché. Uh, what about the aesthetic? Did you like the way Diana Walker looks? In either form. Let's talk about her as a kid first.
1: I, I, I Very don't, few I,
0: scenes. Correct. There's a photo of
1: her, and I think they were really trying to go for, like, the grudge. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Juwan uh, The look. hair up in the face right, sort of right. thing. Well, she so was clearly trying to avoid the sun. That's true. But, that's a good point. Um, I think in the shadows, at times, I think she was. she looked pretty
0: cool. Yeah. Well uh, specific parts of her. The fingers are great. Yeah. Nothing new there, right? No. But they're still. No, if anything, she looking. had like
1: a Freddy uh, Freddie Krueger
0: type um
1: yeah. skin disease. Burned.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good way to put it. I just I'm all, I'm confused about her origin story to be honest uh-huh. with you. I don't know They, they were also how she leaving just that. poofs. Why isn't there viscera there? Like right. why isn't why does she just poof? You right. know what I mean? When right. they, ultimately, what we're talking about is when she's a kid in the asylum. They, they do some sort of experiment on her. Or was something? it electro? I thought it was some new experiment um, where they just blast her with light, <laughs> <laughs> and then she just is gone. There's like Not a, a shadow good experiment an imprint.
1: for a kid who can't be in the sun. Let's blast her with I light. I just
0: thought it was lazy writing. I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like how she I became agree. this thing. I um, agree. That was a problem for me entirely. Um, but I agree. I think uh, there, there's some good moments in the aesthetic or good aspects to it. But to me, it was like a poor man sort of Babadook situation. Yeah, the Babadook in the shadows really oh, scared man. me. I, the first scene she scares me, I would argue, a little bit when she kills the husband who I yeah, didn't really care about. There are, but, yeah,
1: there are some moments in in that sequence. Uh, you know, I think this may have been a, um, a budget uh, restraint. Okay. I makes think sense. David Sandberg only had like $5 million, even though that sounds like a lot right. of money. And they made sixty but, but on it or something. For, yeah, like? but yeah. for um special effects and everything, I think that they I think that's why they gave this project to
0: David Sandberg. He can do a lot I with a little. It. Yeah, I will say at times when she just pops out and the way she'll disappear when the light pops on was fun enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, it, it, mm-hmm. I watched it through, let's put it that way. Um Vocalization, do we hear her talk? Yeah, we only do. at the end, right? No,
1: we do a couple times. We hear her almost like whisper like there's something wrong with
0: her voice as well. Yeah. Um I, I think it destroys her element of scariness. I don't want to hear I I would like to just telekinesis with her or telepathy with Sophie.
1: Here's the thing that I thought was cool that they were setting up is that she clearly has um, an issue where she's scraping things into the wood, into the stone. Mm -hmm. So why? Why do both? Why speak and leave – Messages. (laughs) Messages.
0: <laughs> well, she's desperate for attention. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. that's what I find. But about I, I like that if they were just to find messages and yeah.
1: learn that way what she wants or I agree. how she's feeling. I,
0: I will say I think it's interesting to have this like really pathetic character. I mean, you're kind of taking mm-hmm. um, uh, Chainsaw Massacre guy. What's his name? Leatherface, Leatherface. Cause he's kind of deformed, and that kind of leads to his. But this is more of like a mental deficit. I, I do like that they're kind of dealing with deeper stuff. We'll get into that in deeper meaning. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I felt having her talk at all was a problem. It took away from her scariness. I mess, agree. Especially at the end when, when Sophie tries to shoot her and he's like, this still not going to
1: hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah. Well, this will. <laughs> we'll get to that
0: <laughs> shit. How predictable was I that? I um, Okay. Let's talk finally about the originality of it, of Diana Walker. Does she have any like she she needs some sort of let's dub her with a proper ghost name you know okay. what i mean like what what's another code for like when you when you're a depressive right, right. something uh, with something about the depressor. the depressor,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the depressor. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, i mean I something to do with it. Shadows or something. Yeah, I mean, we, we can move beyond <laughs> that. shadow but knows.
0: Do you think it's original? Have we seen... I mean, I feel like I monsters having like, to live in the dark is a thing, right? Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. I mean, all monsters almost have to live in the dark. Now, I, as far as originality goes, it, it's like... So this was based off of the short film that did very well online.
0: I didn't realize that. Nice. So
1: David Sandberg made this short film, maybe two to three minutes, called Lights Out. Mm -hmm. And it did very well. It's a fantastic short. Okay. And he basically introduced this idea that this creature can move when the lights are off. When the lights are on, it disappears. They took a very small idea there and stretched it into a feature film. I will say, I thought that the direction... Was better than the writing. Oh well,
0: yeah, no, I agree, and maybe the performances too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, as far as originality goes, no, no, no. There's not really. I no. like
0: the way that she kills them. Does she gouge out their eyes or scratch out her I think out she, out their yeah, eyes? I what think it? she scratches. She them scratches out, like out she scratches the eyes. Into the I like floor. that. We've seen it probably elsewhere, yeah. but this specific look for it, the makeup on it, I thought was was strong. Um, Beyond that, though, the brutalization of her victims, again, I like that. Not necessarily original, but as a whole, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it was based on... Is, was this his first thing? Did he really start this popping? This was his first feature, Okay, yes. So you got to give credit for that, then. Yeah. That's something. Then
1: he did Annabelle, and then he did Shazam.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't seen either of those. Annabelle Creation. But I did finally see The Conjuring, and I guess I hadn't. For some reason, I thought I had seen that. Oh, wow. Where I get to be introduced to Annabelle yeah. a little bit. And the Conjuring was way better than I anticipated sure. it being. Yeah, it's I well it done. Was, James Wan is... I was kind of scared to see it, because I thought it was going to be shit, but it was good. <laughs> okay, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Relative to what I thought it was going to be, let's sure, put it that way. Sure, sure. Um, okay, let's pop over to Don't Breathe and talk about our antagonist there. Who we got? <laughs> I don't think he's got a name. I think Nordstrom. It's just... Say that again? Nordstrom, like the shopping really? establishment. Yeah. I thought it was just the blind man. Unless I'm crazy... I swear to God it was Nordstrom. Am I nuts? No. I mean... Yes. Norman Nordstrom. Wow. See, I don't remember
1: hearing that or learning that. I just read it on the wiki. Okay, I didn't hear it okay. in real time. Well, okay. So in the movie, they only referred to him as the blind man. The blind man. I don't even know if that comes up. I think if you go to IMDb, it says character credit. Oh, interesting. Just Steven, the blind man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Lang. The blind man. Uh. Why? <laughs> uh, what does he want? Well, it's – I mean, we, we're obviously going to spoil things here. At, at the beginning, you think he's just trying to protect his home, right,
0: against – Yeah, yeah, well, sure. Home invasion. You don't think he gets pleasure of this? Because this is an ex-army dude. He was in Iraq, Iraq I want to say. Iraq. Um, Iraq. It feels like he's got PTSD to the extreme and sure. just doesn't want to be around people, at least at the beginning, at all, which I find kind of this weird reversal then at the end where you learn what he really wants. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. Wants, Let's go ahead and spoil it. Yeah, what does he, he really wants,
1: want? Uh, well, it's, it's weird because he wants a kid, but, I mean, this wouldn't be his kid. This would technically be his grandkid. I don't know. It's so weird. I, okay, so it I'm so getting confused.
0: That ultimately, he loses his daughter in a car crash. This woman kills his actual daughter, right? Am I, am I crazy about that? Or was that his granddaughter? Did I miss that? I swear to God, it was his daughter.
1: It was his daughter. Yeah. Okay,
0: so this woman uh, kills, who is it? Cindy kills his daughter in a vehicular manslaughter. Right, and gets away with it because she's rich. Rich kids don't go to jail, he says. I see. Okay, so then he somehow manages to go out into the real There's world. There's a lot of plot holes here. And He's kidnap a blind man her. who finds the woman who... Yeah. How did he possibly I kidnap her? Do you know. think he does have $5 million? That's why they He's initially money, go into the house. he money he probably has connections. So he maybe paid someone to kidnap... Her I for mean, him. Maybe. That's the only thing that's realistic, right? Granted, he does go out into the world as a blind man, yeah. retrieves her just by hearing the dog bark or whatever. Um, I don't issues know. there. Yeah, I'm there are many many plot holes in this movie. But why the hell does he want another kid? He's only getting older, and he's I, blind. He wants to be able to see it, he can touch <laughs> his face and stuff. I mean, what? I he's crazy.
1: He's a sociopath yeah. who I think feels like he was robbed, mm-hmm. and.
0: Is this a it's means a of survival fr- for him? Like as someone maybe. who was an ex-army uh, officer or whatever he was I, in the I army? I don't know. Or is it just a form of revenge? It's a, another form of... Do you think making... Oh, that's sick. That's sick. So you're telling me you think maybe just forcing Cindy to have this kid knowing that now she has this progeny in the world that he's going to take from her and supposedly yeah. let her go... I like that idea I think that makes him much more sinister but then he still wants to do it with this new girl that pops in you know what I mean with Rocky the girl who enters to try and steal his money with her two dudes um, yeah. that makes me think he actually wants the kid to be with him in his feeble years you know what I mean just to have someone to keep him living the longest possible even though he's got five million dollars and lives in this shithole so let's talk about the aesthetics of Nordstrom here what did you think about the way that he was gussied up
1: Oh, I think I thought it was terrifying. I thought there was just something about him that was um, not right. You well, know? yeah, just he can't even, really see himself, well, right? When correct. Right.
0: Uh, what is it? He just has like an old army vet sort of tank yeah, top. Yeah, I mean, the guy's sort of still thing? ripped, but like, right?
1: You know, there's there, uh, scars. There were some some visible scars. Oh, okay. And even on his face, gonna he's got miss some
0: scars. Those. That makes sense. so. That's probably maybe having to do with the girl Fighting. in the basement. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a combination of both, right? You know, probably. Combat. Oh, and war.
0: That's true. Combat That's a good stuff. point. Do you like this actor? Because you've seen him before. I love Stephen Lang. Where do you like him the most from? Uh,
1: well, he's been in so many things. Yeah, He's probably most recognized from Avatar. Yes. Yeah. But um, this is As if
0: that Avatar, he was bad in that too, right? Yeah, he's the
1: same military. He gets ca- typecast a lot. He was going to be Cable before Josh Brolin was he cast. would have been a good cable. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I would have liked that. i got to...
1: Um, He's just one I of those guys where you see him everywhere, but you forget where he's from.
0: I was introduced to him in Spielberg's dinosaur TV show. That really, Terra Nova? That was it, Terra Nova. Um, where he plays kind of the, yeah, alpha male of that encampment. Just... Oh, Tombstone. Okay, yes, yeah, I Tombstone's like him. One My favorite. Films. I think yeah. he's good. I think he's better when he's playing a villain. I guess is Agreed. the best way to put it. Yeah, I
1: think that's why I like him too. He's is easy to like dislike, which is you know. True, Good and I think
0: that know. has to do with his voice, too, in terms of vocalization, that gruff, commanding, kind of angry, gravelly thing he's right. got going on. I think it fit well for the role, and I found it menacing. He mm-hmm. scares me a little bit. What about the originality of uh, an ex-war vet? I mean, I think we've seen that. I think we've seen... I think we see it more in, like, suspense, right? Right. Not in horror. Is is it the movie The Gift where we got somebody? I, I'm trying to remember, is like... that the one with uh, Keanu Jason Reeves? Bateman... Oh, no, not, not oh, that I'm gift. Sorry. Uh, it's Jason Bateman. It's a newer one. I know uh, I know what you're talking about. I feel like... I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, Joel Etcherton? Yeah. He, he, wasn't he a war vet in that? He could have been. Uh, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like we've seen it in suspense more than horror, so I want to give it a little bit of points. I don't feel like yeah. I can come off top of my head. What did you
1: think of his voice? There was something interesting that almost seemed like his voice had been damaged a little bit.
0: Oh, like punched in the throat or Maybe. something. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was great. I thought it was... menacing menacing is the right way to put it Um, so we're given it some points for originality but ultimately we have seen these corrupted PTSD sort of characters in the past Um, I do like when I read that ultimately the creator what was his name again? Uh, the creator of oh oh let me check are you talking about the
1: director Freddie Alvarez
0: okay yeah he went out of his way to specifically create a flawed villain mm-hmm. like ultimately he was avoiding supernatural because he felt like it was super trendy around this time sure and he wanted to make a big bad that actually had a detriment versus an extra power over your your surviving characters so that worked I thought it was a nice reversal so yeah. I was specifically going for reversals. so in that sense I want to give a little originality to it um and, and it's just I don't know. He has mental troubles too. There's there's a there's a lot going on in that character. I think. I, I, you think was there a sequel? There's not, right? No. He, he lives at the no. end.
1: Correct. They're, I feel like they were trying to set it up. For they, uh, they could.
0: It made enough money too, didn't it? I Think it? so. I I read something about that. In would it the just be him sausage like hunting party? hunting her down? Maybe. It could be it like That a, would be so hard though. Yeah. It's so limited with that blindness, but. What if there's some revolutionary surgery? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, he Maybe he, can he was see. faking it. He sees the light. Oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, we didn't talk about his eyes. They're kinda like glaucoma over yeah, or what? They're like glossy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's creepy. That's always a creepy look. Okay, let's give these puppies pentagrams in terms of the antagonist. What are we gonna give to lights out? Uh two. I give it one point five. Okay. I'm yeah. not super impressed with her. <laughs> no. And I'm giving that just based I think on I was being nice. the fingers and the one scene where we get to see her face in the basement. Right. Uh, that was worth that 1.5. And then how about... Don't breathe? A three. Oh, sorry. Yeah, a, a three for... Yeah, I give it a 2.5. I, I just I haven't I, been I, as generous I this. am a
1: fan of Stephen Lang in this.
0: That's fair. I, I, I do pretty much... Yeah, the, all that points goes to what, what he did with the character. It's like um, an evil daredevil. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. That's a good way to look at it. Do you feel like his backstory was good enough, though? No, or? I think
1: we only get so much of it, right? Well, we, we know yeah. he, he was... Probably a successful soldier because that was a great yeah, war. Yeah, that's and... a good
0: point. And he got the settlement from his daughter dying, right? right. That's how he had all Five that money. Five million or... Fair <laughs> enough. Well, let's talk about the ensemble then. In... <laughs> yeah, the ensemble's a bit weird. And Lights Out, though. Let's talk about okay, that one first. Okay. So let's talk about the Lights okay. Out ensemble first. Um, so as mentioned before, you have Maria Bello as her depressive mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she stands out as, as the best performer in this. I think she does well with a... a character that isn't written super well to be honest with you sure she's done a lot better elsewhere based on just the writing and this one i felt like uh she wasn't given a lot to work with there even though it could have been more i always while watching this entire movie i like oh this could go another another step further where i could get more invested in the characters and the plot in a way that i wasn't i was always kind of in the dark myself you know with this you know what i mean i just i couldn't i couldn't see the light with this movie in a way i wanted to and i think Beyond Maria Bello, I didn't love anybody else. Teresa Palmer as our final girl, mm-hmm. just okay. Just right? okay. What did you think about her? Um,
1: yeah, I I I haven't seen her in a lot. All right. Uh, I thought she was fine though. I mean, I think the character, you know, really made an interesting. One minute she doesn't even want to take her brother home from school, and then uh-huh. immediately she's willing to adopt him. And I maybe she had a moment of like truth and saw herself in him. But I thought it was a quick jump. And yes, she's very um. I'd say she's flawed, but because you know of her probably lack of a relationship with the father and her mother probably didn't raise her. Yeah, uh, she couldn't get let her boyfriend get too close. Right. So her character,
0: did on give the her paper, s- it should have been better than what we saw. Well, the right. Screen,
1: I was gonna I say. Like. I was gonna say that. She had a lot to work with True. as far as like an actor getting like these uh-huh. gifts, we'll uh-huh. call them as Do you see it? anything going on behind those eyes though? No. Really thinking about these no,
0: in fact, intricacies of character?
1: No. In mm-hmm. fact, I'll tell you who my favorite character is because I think he, he's a fantastic little actor, is um, I like the kid. You know G- Gabe he's Bateman. The, the kid from Child's Play remake, too. No way. That's the kid from from the New he's Child's Play. He's gotten way better, if yes. you ask me. No, I he's but gotten dude, gotten way you can see the talent there.
0: Yes. Uh, that's so interesting, because I was going to say, I like this kid. I wasn't like distracted, because obviously child actors can be really distracting. Yeah. But I, I felt like he wasn't giving me the sort of performances like. I okay, find sure, it so interesting. Sure, yeah. I love that kid in Child's Play, and yeah. to know that's him, I'm glad to see that evolution in character. Again, I think it boils down to uh, just the, the writing doesn't bring it to the next level for me yeah. in terms of character. Yeah, his,
1: his character didn't really have a lot. Going on, except that we know he's—he's he's the anchor, in. though. He's yes, the anchor of yes. the
0: most interesting character dynamics in it between him and his mom yeah. is really interesting. I mm-hmm. feel like um, just kind of traversing. What I have like another sibling here that's in the dark pretty much, which is her spooky friend. There's
1: that. I, I felt that he—he he was very mature. I mean, he wanted True. to almost take care of the mom, making sure she took. her yeah. he would call them vitamins, but yeah, clearly it was something else. Um, he would—he was the one who wanted to go back and save the mom, right? Um, so yeah, I thought. He had his moments, but I, I thought I, I, I really liked him as a character. I don't know, maybe it's because
0: I think he's the best, best character yes. in it. Yeah, I like Bello Butter as a performer, yeah. but she's also his relationship next to him and his mom with his sister is also really interesting, too. I love the scene where she shows up at the school. He's like, I, I didn't even know if you were going to show up, sort of thing. Right? I thought that was a deep little moment compared yeah. to what I was. Oh, you showed up, you know? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like a little, that a little well, man. All right, let's talk Wait, about the weak link. Oh no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say uh, the boyfriend, the weak link. Yeah, I was gonna say let's <laughs> oh, talk about him, but you got me. Poor Alexander, oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, he wasn't like the worst. He was just along for the ride. I felt like he was just hot candy for. for it the lady wasn't of yours. just
1: that they needed a reason to get the police there at the end, and I think That's this true. whole story by introducing him and to show our character mm-hmm. won't let people get close to her was that <laughs> somebody needed to go get the
0: police. Yeah. That makes sense. But that's what I, I like liked his character the most when I'm like Is he abandoning us? I'm like, Good, finally he's yeah. doing something that's smart yeah. <laughs> he should have just run. Yeah. That's he, the he, moment I liked him and then he, he comes le- back. No oh, he, of course he didn't <sighs> he leave. He should have at he's least gone. got murdered. You I know. know I mean?
1: Here's so here's something I was thinking of when I was watching it. Um as I didn't tell you this was the first time I saw this movie. Me too. I hadn't seen this before. Me too. And I rem- it, I as I'm watching it and I'm seeing that like only how many people die in this? Three. No, actually, there's Just seven kills. We'll get to that okay. in the kill count, but there are seven that kills. They. This movie, I think, is only PG-13. Is it? I think
0: so. Because I remember
1: when when um, they announced they were making this movie, I was excited because I liked the filmmaker. Yeah. And then when it was coming out, it was like, oh, it's a PG-13 movie.
0: Oh, that's a problem. It and I was scared of that with Insidious, and that's another one of those ones where – I, I had seen it is. and I didn't remember liking it but yeah. upon a second viewing I went into it even like more trepidation going oh shit this is a PG13 one. Yeah. I actually liked it way more the yeah. second time. Like a I'm a big fan of more. uh
1: Lee Wynell, the uh he plays Specs in the movie but he uh wrote I guess he, he wrote all the insidious movies, but that's what this movie was missing. Was
0: you're right? It is PG thirteen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they maybe that's why I couldn't get invested. I just didn't. Ugh, I didn't there care should have been this
1: boyfriend should have died. Agreed. Even if it was by getting the police, even the cops died. Yes, <laughs> I mean? know. What do we need him for this happy ending? Oh
0: my God, we'll talk about that. It was that not then, a happy and The surviving ending. characters, yeah, we'll talk more deeply about that. Um, but let's just really quickly here talk oh, about. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, there's no diversity going on in this ensemble, no. right? Maybe one of the cops is a person yes, of color. Yes, sorry, okay.
1: the cop um, is the only person.
0: Yeah, other than that, that uh, is represented. pretty standard, yep. pretty white people <laughs> pretty across white. the board. You know, that's an issue for me. Now let's talk about the ensemble for Don't Breathe. Oh man, we just, it's a much smaller one, right, as a whole? I only, totally. Are we saying our numbers? Oh, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the ensemble oh, before. Oh, right, you're right. Uh, don't breathe yet.
1: Okay, so What do you think? Here's my problem. These characters um again, Stephen Lang, fantastic actor in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, performance-wise is the best. Jane Levy, is that her name? Who plays She plays Rocky? Rocky. Okay. I I enjoyed I liked her too. I liked her too. I am not a big fan of her boyfriend, Money. Money was the word. It's <laughs> so terrible.
0: Because he is a person of color, right? The only diversity there. No, I need to go back. I thought, no, he, was cause a I thought he was a kid who, no?
1: wanted to, who was pretending oh, to be. Oh,
0: okay. So we have cultural appropriation. Yes. There. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I didn't like his character, so maybe that's why I was No! Confused what and if, was. if you
1: remember a movie called Panic Room. Yes! Jared Leto. Oh, that's... They're the same character. <laughs> <laughs> that's the so same true. person. That's they even a good have point. the same hair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, is it cornrows? I believe right. so. Mm, not good. And I believe that this
1: character may have just been, like, I don't know if it was like a hat tip to Jared Leto.
0: Could be. That <laughs> does kind of make sense. But doesn't that make the fact that she's with him? You like her less? Yes. Make poor judgment. Well, right. clearly she's got
1: making bad decisions, but one could argue that it's him who's, you know, dragging her you along for the You think so? Ride. Possibly.
0: Fair enough because ultimately those two want to break off to California. Yeah. And then there's the weird dynamic with Alex, right? Right. How does he get involved with them? Was it well, clear? I wasn't clear. Did he
1: like Rocky?
0: He does like Rocky, and money kept giving him shit like, "But you're so in the friend zone, the stay re- away from my girl sort so, of right. thing. You but know? the reason
1: he's involved, is, isn't is it his father who owns the um, security? Uh, or, or... Oh, okay, so, so the he's reason the master they... lock, lock dude? Yeah, okay, the, okay, I, that's I, I right. thought his father like ran a security business. Am okay. I wrong, or was that I can't remember. I it wasn't
0: clear enough. That's one of my biggest issues with this ensemble, is I didn't care enough about the I think dynamics they were using between him. the three. Okay. And I think he was along for the ride. Because of rock. Do you think she led him on once Money was dead? No. No? Okay. To, to I what? don't know. I don't know. I, I I just... Why does he keep throwing his life in jeopardy? I was going to talk about that more with surviving. Maybe
1: Redemption. For for what, though? The bad, stupid things that he's done. I
0: don't know. He, he's not a good person. For, he's not. He's
1: going, breaking in homes. And, That's true. Yeah.
0: They're, they're, none of them are. Everyone's no. unlikable in this. Correct. Uh, with the exception of maybe Cindy. She's I really like that dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite, so we'll get to that. Um, okay, yeah. So in terms of ensemble points, what are we giving Lights Out? I gave – okay, I'm sorry. I thought we did give the points already. Not for this one. Um,
1: well, I gave the ensemble and Lights Out two. Me too.
0: And I gave – the ensemble and don't breathe the two. I give it a two point five because I do think you got that one standout in Stephen Lang. Yes, yeah. And honestly, I, I guess that's the reason the I gave him a two. Third act, I liked Rocky a lot more. Sure, um, sure. I, I think geez. we're gonna talk about that now in yeah. terms of surviving girls. This is this is where she kind of <laughs> yeah. shines, honestly, in surviving characters. Before we start talking about her, let's talk about our our sad happy ending for us as the viewer. It's a sad ending, but I guess for the characters, it's a happy ending, right? What happens at the end? Maria Bello mm. thinks
1: the only oh way – I, I think she may be a jump, but, but here's the thing. Uh, clearly, she wasn't well. Right. And she thought the only way to save her family was to kill herself. Right. But, but therefore, killing Diana?
0: Right. Uh, Just, but
1: I don't understand that. Well, apparently – I don't reason <sighs> – she only exists because of Sophie?
0: Uh, apparently, because the <laughs> only thing she had latched onto and remembered and had any sort of emotional connection to that mm. wanted that she wanted to live for was her friendship with Sophie. Do
1: you think maybe that Diana became stronger when Sophie was weaker? Like that would make sense. Then she
0: would have been a, like a, a a leech of sorts, a uh, 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 pariah. Is that the right word? Or yeah. parasite? Parasite. Parasite bed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or or um,
0: uh, uh, what are they called? In in as far as ghosts go, a uh, poltergeist. Oh yeah. That would make sense, and now that I'm realizing uh, that she can only exist with Sophie, it's kind of like a horror version of Fight Club in a little, a little bit, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah, especially the way it ends, yeah. right? Because um, do we, do we actually think she, she's dead? Did she do that proper, um, proper shot at the end? Yeah. Okay. There's, there's not going to be a lights out too, right? Mm,
1: well, there could be, but it wouldn't be necessarily. It's, I guess the audience thinks that Diana is only gone because of uh, Sophie. But maybe right. she finds somebody new. Yeah. Maybe
0: Rebecca now that other starts people to have some because She
1: just saw her mom kill herself in front of her. That's true. It's maybe sort of to pushing to the trauma. her
0: into a stage of depression. Which she kind of was in, right? And She had to life. get away from the mom to yeah. be normal-ish. That's true. And frankly, she's such a jerk to her boyfriend for most oh. of it, too. That's what made it so annoying to me when it's like, okay, suddenly we have a happy family at the end. She, she avoided her brother right. for most of his life. Yeah. She won't let her boyfriend have a drawer like that's a big deal giving him a drawer right. at her place when they've right. been together for eight months uh <laughs> yeah come on i just didn't like her you no. know what i mean I, no. I i struggled caring i wanted her to die too <laughs> <You know? laughs> i would rather have maria bello live on and it yeah. had, had like a creepy ending where sure now maria and sophie or i'm sorry sophie and diana be friends forever yeah. or what thing? I'd diana rather have was that. able to take Rebecca's body Oh that'd be cool You know That'd be so much better Because then she would have I wonder if the, there's the, Alternative the looks Maybe There should be Because this is just yeah. Trite uh, I definitely had a problem With the surviving characters Are you glad the kid lived He didn't get to see his mom shoot, shoot herself right I feel like No 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 Because the boyfriend Pulls him out of the house
1: Okay I guess that's another reason The boyfriend survives Is to save the
0: kid Yeah yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I she was so uh, Rebecca's so passive aggressive. The boyfriend is so doofusy, yeah. like not uh, uh, dynamic at all mm. for me. He's pretty much just does what she says, sort of thing. Does he ever demonstrate his own sort of like willpower? No, I, I don't think so either. Oh and wait, you know
1: what? I I would. I'll take that back. He uh-huh. has one moment where he actually stands up to his girlfriend by saying. Uh, well, first he questions the reason why she's helping her brother. Are you doing this mm, to help him or are you doing this right. to make your mom mad? And then he confronts her the next day because she asks him to leave. And right. She's a wasn't. huge
0: jerk. It's, it's time for you to leave. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> right. And. That's mature. She's going to be a great mom. Correct. No. Well, she doesn't have a great mom. So then the boyfriend says can we talk about what happened so right. they did have his yeah, moment right. one moment
0: she was wearing the pants in this family yeah, though 100% yeah. um, sure. but it's fine actually that makes her a more interesting character sure, when you look at it, sure it we does. kind of have a reversal um, of what you'd normally see in something Flawed like characters. this it's, it's good it's good um, in terms of their determination to survive, did you think these three wanted to live?
1: Well, I don't think they ever thought dying was truly a possibility. Okay, I think you that's know? probably true. Maybe the I kid. guess the, the reason they were doing all this was to make sure their mom didn't die. die. Uh, maybe yeah. it was just, maybe they were being good. It just
0: makes the movie moot. You know. know what I mean? Let's save our mom and then I know. she just they, kills They, they really it. should
1: have played into the fact that, that Diana is, is haunting them in other locations. Mm. I mean, sure, they, they introduce that right. and we see that. But it didn't seem as threatening as – like the kid was yeah. okay because he slept in the bathtub. Like the bathtub was super dark. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. No, there, there's I mean, he had a flashlight. logic it? flaws in this yeah. one across the board. Um, and of, of our three, you like the kid the most, right? <laughs> yeah, I did okay. because I, think I'm I with didn't like that. them. I didn't like them as a couple. Nope. I didn't um, – didn't I care if they broke up like are you buying that they had such a traumatic uh, experience together the brother and sister that now they're going to be bound for life and be great no. bro and sis I don't think so either I think this kid just got worse off actually yeah you know yeah that's uh, true I mean I don't know um, but yeah let's go ahead and talk about the surviving character um, granted we, we do have our antagonist living but in terms of our good characters relatively good because she is a thief yeah um, she is what did you think about that final sequence the final sequence, let's say all the way up to the point yeah. where she is rele- uh, released, right from Alex, because ultimately we do have. Well, she escapes to the car. I, I did not think you can even after- start earlier than oh, that okay. when she okay. gets released from the basement. Okay. Is really when I think like the final, like trajectory right. starts off. So he saves
1: her technically by hitting Stephen Lang uh, or the blind man in the head with a uh, right. hammer, right? Yes. So, oh my God! Were you super grossed really out by this? Really grossed out with the the turkey based The
0: insemination. Is that something that could actually happen? Like and that was. I, I don't mean yes. to get gross on it, but apparently like, an obscene amount. And when did he go and make that? Well, you it know? looked <laughs> like he it looked like he was having to like thaw it out. So, it was, oh, as as, so he it seems like he was freezing it. it. Okay, Which, I missed that.
1: Another more plot holes. If the cops came to his house, they didn't find his basement dungeon. They didn't find his. His creepy yeah. fridge full of his own semen. He didn't. They didn't find
0: blood everywhere, or bodies. Yeah, that's kind of the most disturbing part of that. That whole. Oh no, no, business. no! He did
1: encase the girl's body in that weird. Is it tar or something in the basement? Oh,
0: that's right, in the concrete
1: again. Um, I don't know. Was it concrete? It looked really black. The wiki mentioned about
0: concrete. Okay, but, well, yeah, anyway, maybe. he's
1: really impressive that he's doing this blind.
0: Yeah, I know. It, yeah. Uh, that is impressive. I'm sorry. Let's put it that <laughs> I, way. On a tangent. So, so
1: yeah, the turkey baster in his own mouth, where she even gets a line there. How, how was you, that necessary? Um, do you think the audience wanted to see that? No, but was it something very powerful about the phallic reversed? Um, I guess. Yeah. I guess.
0: Or was guess. it just a really gross thing that Literally the writer came up with? Like, I didn't think it was. It's gross enough just knowing he's about to do that and for him, to, I guess he doesn't ultimately lose and that's the worst thing that happens to him yeah. when it boils down to yeah. it. But I don't know. It, right. <laughs> it just, wait, it took the movie to like a uh, CD level, no one of point, pun point, <laughs> intended there, but that it wasn't at before, you know? it was. Sure. It just, that's the one thing that sticks out. I'm like, bleh. Yeah. Barfy and it not in really a horror kind a bad of barf. Taste in your mouth. It's not a horror barf, you know what I mean? It's just like a nasty barf. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, okay, U- ultimately, she gets broken free. He's then handcuffed down there. So, how does he get out of that handcuff to then attack well, him at the know. door? I don't
1: know. I mean, he did. He does have his gun on him, and I didn't count the oh. bullets after that. Okay. But because that room is padded, That's fair. right? I don't
0: know. And as a person who's been in the army, is it possible that that's something he's trained to do? Get or does little, he have the keys on him? He could have the keys, right? On him. That's a good point. That's a good point. So they should have just killed him right then and there, yeah, right? Yeah, But then, because there was so
1: x amount of time left in the movie, they, and the
0: DNA was there, there was a reason not to kill him. Remember, like we right. can't. we both have a mutual benefit right. for just letting this go, sort of thing. Yeah, that's interesting. And why did he? Okay, okay. So we're going to then talk about she escapes. Unfortunately, Alex dies. Saves her. She's out in the street and she's like, "Oh, you can't do anything to me now. Look yeah. at me, and That's Yeah, then he sick. releases the hound. <laughs> Release the hound. <laughs> Which to or me was the scariest part of the movie. Yeah. I know that's the turned into
1: part. kind of like Cujo. Yes. you know, and, and she even runs into a car, and I'm kind of wondering if this was like an homage to Oh, maybe to Cujo. Yeah, because there's the car just happened to be like an older car where you had to roll the windows up right. like to add suspense. Yeah, like in Cujo.
0: Uh, and I like the way that she trapped it. I thought that was that yeah. was unique. It, it was fun, clever.
1: So now we're now we we get a little bit more uh, character development here like we know that she's more of a survivalist true yeah um, this is where her final girl is yeah, really showing the, although flight or, or fight or flight it was kind of both true uh i, I, I yeah I, I agree I like that then she rolls out of the car and then
0: there's Steve and yeah. he knocks her out again and frankly Directed my favorite it. shot is what it opens with and then what happens then is her dragging her down the, the street yeah it's a very cool really- drone shot that's hovering like. Very impressive. And in, in the, like a shitty part of Detroit. Again. Yeah.
1: Well, apparently completely abandoned, right? Yeah. It's, there's no Otherwise, you're not dragging a body down the street anywhere. Because
0: he ain't using a silencer, and he's shooting like on the second yeah. first floor without <laughs> yeah. any sort of hesitation. Right. Which um, is, there's another plot hole there. Wasn't, I thought all the,
1: the windows had bars on them, and then didn't one kid, I don't know. I'm, I don't remember that.
0: I, I did see bars on most of them. Yeah. Who, who gets out of the window? I know there's I thought, the uh, Alex falls through the skylight oh that's right that's what it was maybe that's it I just remembered it. someone okay. through
1: a window never mind um,
0: and then we talked about acting ability decent right Yeah. for, for the girl I thought she was decent I did I too I would like to see her in a media role she, you know what she, I mean
1: she was um, just before this I think she worked on the Evil Dead movie with oh. the same director Fetty
0: Alvarez did you like Evil Dead more than this yeah I did for sure Yeah. I guess he did. got a lot of guff for, for just doing a remake and he's like I'm going to do something all my own sure sure good, but, but but
1: Sam Raimi gave him Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell produced that Evil Dead remake right. and I think Sam Raimi's sort of been like I don't want to say grooming Fetty Alvarez but oh. he's a very talented horror director who's yeah
0: I mean in terms of the production yeah. value it's it's awesome it's badass I just wanted to like all of the characters that were getting slaughtered mm-hmm. as the best of horror does or make me like really dislike them and I was sure. kind of in this middling zone where, like, I'm kind of ambivalent about these characters. Yeah.
1: I don't really know. Well, that, a good horror movie, you, you sometimes you root for the bad guy. Right. Like your Jasons, your Freddies, your Stephen Langs. True. Yeah, until the pregnancy stuff. Until the, stuff. To... Until the well, pregnancy he, stuff. He says it's he's not a horror rapist, horror. but he is. You think? Sorry, you, guy. Kind of, yeah. Sorry, that's guy. That's true.
0: <laughs> that's not okay. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, she is kind of like a Catwoman character, too, which I, I liked about her. I think she's... Yeah. I think she's certainly well more iconic than our finals in Lights Out. mm mm-hmm. uh, I think certainly for that specific year, she's maybe going to take the cake as the iconic final girl of that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I really struggle at the end um, as a... As, as, in terms of, like, him still living then, and then... I, I, did you like the day noir where we found out he's still alive? Because Yeah, I kind of did. In a weird way. Yeah, I don't know. I had mixed feelings about it. Well, sometimes I like the idea where
1: they tease, like, (laughs) "This is the Hollywood uh, engine that that there could be a sequel." Sometimes I'm a fan of that, leaving it open.
0: True. Uh, I just felt like it was easy. I'm at the airport, and oh, look, there's a news story. Right. right. I don't know. The execution. I think there are deleted scenes in this movie as well. I believe that
1: because that last shot of her walking in the the bus station or train station, or whatever. The camera's panning down and it almost stops right before you get to a head where I think you see maybe the top of a head. Oh. Which I think it's him. Oh, nice. I think he's there. I missed there. that. All right. Well, but they, they I, I, again, I think it's an extended scene that they cut. Ooh. But because you see, like, That should have been you know, there at the time. I think it was I really felt like cool. Was just kind of cut. Not off. only is he around, he's, you know, he's still going after, even though he doesn't care about that money. And he, plus, there he is. He needs somebody in his basement.
0: There is, like, digital implants now for people who are blind. You know what I mean? That would be the next one. Like he can like sorta of see. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See shapes or something, and maybe right. like see through his vision POV shots or something. Okay, let's go ahead and give these surviving characters some panograms. Okay, what did you give uh, for, for "Don't
1: Breathe"? Yeah, I gave surviving characters a three because, like I just said, I did like that they they left him alive.
0: Um. Oh no, no, no. That okay. I gave a three to uh, "Don't to, Breathe." Don't Breathe. Yeah, I'm yeah. Lights out. What did you give those surviving characters? Two. Oh, I give a one.
1: Yeah. Because I, hate I,
0: I hated the couple. Yeah. And and I didn't like the kid as much. as I like him more I now knowing it, yeah. that he's the kid from Child's Play. But in the moment, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't I don't really know. on board. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was being too nice there, too. He it was decent, nice. though. Well, let's pop over to the settings. Let's talk about the setting that we got going on in Lights Out. Okay, I would say that for the most part,
1: these are both single locations but this lights out house
0: was cool but there was
1: nothing new about this no it was it was even very which i imagine you could even do a whole sub-genre about los angeles suburban neighborhood horror movies true there's like these homes that just fit like the conjuring universe and the insidious movies Mm -hmm. and this movie all fit into that same they could all be like on the same street as far as i'm concerned and i didn't i didn't even think that house was that scary
0: well, that's that's my point is if she is this disaffected, just a detached mother, it felt like that was a really homey place. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It felt like comfortable in a way. the only thing that was eerie that I,
1: about it was that the, the curtains were drawn. Like she closed all the curtains. True. She, it could have been worse. She could have been like
0: bordering up the windows. Right. You know? That would have been more interesting to me. Correct. I don't know. Uh, is she just selfish? Not to go back to Maria Bello's character, but I, I do want to try and find some – Dynamic characters in this. The scene where they're watching the movie together. I don't know. It's, to me, it was a subtle moment, but like she's hogging the popcorn. Oh Did yeah, she grabbed it that? from him. Like she. She's like, How you do it over there? It? And she takes it. She's very selfish. Very selfish. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh. Yeah. That's interesting. Terrible that's, mother. Yeah. Terrible. Not like Carrie levels of terrible, but no, she's like... not a.
1: It's a different type of abuse. But right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's basically saying, "Oh, there's going I'm, to be a ghost living with us."
0: Yes. She's more important. You than will her like kid. this ghost. You will learn to live with this ghost. Right? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, Terrible mother. <laughs> we gotta give. Like you pointed out, where does he work at the beginning? I did like the underground facility because they did well with Man, the, the I lighting and that. <laughs> it was <a> cool <laughs> location. But
1: what does he do? Because <laughs> I know. I, the mannequins are in this basement too. I know.
0: And like calling his kid that late too. Or did he... his kid call him? I forget. Like his kid called. He Facetime okay. the kid. Okay, time: right, right, Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, uh, overall, pretty pretty run-of-the-mill aesthetic. I didn't even feel like the like ambience was there to really up the spook factor for me. Right. I think, like you said, like she was a little crazier and bored. Yeah, out or even just or like something.
1: newspapers, like taping newspapers yeah. up or something. It's something to give her a little bit more um, than just hanging out
0: in her bedroom. Like That's not like, right. scary. Yeah, and I, I like that you brought up the point that ultimately this Diana can pop around and not she's not like attached no, to Sophie. No, she can leap. <laughs> they should you know? have used that more. I mean, because they do kind of like it is primarily in the house. but yeah. they do bop around to her apartment. Yeah, her. at the driveway. We're out in the street at times. We're at the school. Um, I don't know. The, I felt like the it was too fractured from beginning the work.
1: Yeah, she gets around. Yeah. How the fuck does she even know where this guy works?
0: Exactly. That's a problem for me. I don't know. It's a little too, like you said, PG yeah. thirteen. Right? Yeah. They can get away with a little more. I feel like in uh, not making sense um okay let's talk about the setting of don't breathe oh, i loved it it's great i loved it because it was very very
1: unique i hadn't seen like a such a remote it was like urban yeah yet haunting in that way yeah which you know this is coming off of detroit you know in the hard times detroit's had and they've been like bankrupt after this and um mm-hmm. his home was creepy as shit. super creepy but at the beginning when you don't necessarily know that he's a bad guy you're like oh he's barring up the windows because no one lives on the street and he's a blind man right, right? which true but Then you find out he's got his torture chamber it's not a torture chamber but at least there's cushions on the wall yeah. Right. <laughs> it's it so weird been, like he it been worse. I guess he does torture women if he's injecting them yes, you know so yes it is a torture chamber what does Dungeon. he like
0: feed her do you think
1: i don't know does he use that uh, like a baster as can't well be a good cook <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh just yeah. turkey gravy he's basting people. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> um uh. yeah the skylight the skylight scene is really cool I, yeah. I, I mean it's homage to lost world if you ask me you know what i mean you okay. can't go wrong with yeah. the cracking of the, the glass yeah um i don't know if it was a conscious one but no those really are similar in nature um, and like you said, the dilapidated house, I think, is fun, especially considering he has $5 million, and that really yeah. means nothing to yeah. him.
1: And there's not a lot in there, you know? he just right. Well, I mean, uh, again, he's True. blind, so he doesn't want to necessarily bump into anything yeah. either.
0: Right. That's a good point. Um, yeah, what does he have? He has the tree hedges. Why does he care? Does I don't one... know. <laughs> That's menacing, <laughs> is, uh, too. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, We'll talk about that in The Deaths because that confused me a little bit. I didn't realize something had happened until I read about it. Right. Um, So, yeah, I think I'm with you on this. The setting of Don't Breathe is way better. Really great utilization of space. We kind of go through the walls similar to how um, they do it in Those That Live Beneath the Stairs. What's that movie? Uh,
1: Uh, People Under the Stairs. People Under the Stairs, that's right. It it reminded me of that in the way that it was filmed a lot.
0: Um, and this is Detroit is popping in terms of horror at this time because two years earlier was it follow set in You're right. Detroit as well. You're but right. f- we see that from like the more posh side of the mm-hmm. kind of suburban Detroit, and here we get the opposite. And I do think it's interesting. I mean, in terms of like he's a white dude, you know right. what I mean? Right. Living where you wouldn't necessarily uh, expect to see him. Uh, so I thought yeah. that was interesting. I think they were trying to do something with that. Um, and then the uniqueness, as mentioned, because It Follows just happened, uh, there are other scary cities, right? But. Right. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that in deeper meanings. Let's go ahead and pentagram these settings up.
1: Um, do you want to start with lights out? Lights out yeah. settings, I gave a 2, even though I probably could have given it
0: a 1. I gave it a one five.
1: Yeah. And then in Don't Breathe, I gave the settings a 3.
0: I give it a 3, too. It might even be worthy of a 3.5. Sure. Because I almost think that the setting in that is more of a character than the characters yeah, in you're some right. way. You're you know? absolutely right. Um, so let's go on to the fun ones. Deeper meaning. Deeper what means. is the deeper meaning? Because this is where I think lights out might actually beat. Yes, I agree.
1: The deeper meaning for me, it's about clinical depression. Okay. And it's about mental health and how fast it can come and go, mm-hmm. much like a light switch going on oh, and off. Oh,
0: I didn't make that connection. Yeah, I see You that. know, it's fast. You know, True. I'm, I, I'm,
1: I don't know enough about it. I don't want to... Speak like I'm a professional, but that's I, I think it was about depression.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that is the, the main like theme and metaphor cooking up in there. Um, and specifically having depression or any sort of mental illness and being a single parent, yeah, obviously yeah. is a big, big issue involved. Just bereavement and loss. This is why I kind of felt like this was the poor man's Babadook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, this woman, Sophie, not only has lost two husbands, right? But her daughter.
0: She says abandoned, like abandoned, abandoned her. Abandonment's a big thing because ultimately the kid is then abandoned by oh, his right. sister as well. Right. And frankly the mother has abandoned And the even only though person there. or not and a person is that's there for her is dirty Diana. Right. <laughs> and, and Diana's worried that she's gonna be abandoned by Sophie yeah. having a life yeah. of her own. That's good. That's good. So true. I do think that's that's like really affecting what's in it. Um and as we talked about I think that it's interesting the male figures are actually more loving and attentive than the female characters in this. Right. Which is not something I think, normally see, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And of course as you mentioned just like the depression, the over-medication, checking out of one's own life. And mm-hmm. I like the I like the analogy you make with the yeah, actual light switch that itself. That's fast, you know. Did you see the poster for this? I don't like the poster. It's just a light switch but uh, then there's tape yeah. so you can't turn it off, but it's like the opposite so it looks like you can't turn right, it on. because I don't it, know. It, it just didn't Work for me. Yeah, the it wouldn't
1: necessarily read
0: in the image, yeah, I guess. Exactly. Um, deeper meanings in terms of the time, the only thing that I could find out for 2016 that I felt like sort of related to this, and I, it wasn't conscious in the creation of the film, was the Pulse nightclub shooting. So, this is one of those oh, shootings that. Was exacerbated by the darkness. The darkness enabled more people to unfortunately lose their lives. Interesting. In a way that I don't know. I mean, granted, there's the that one movie theater shooting, I guess, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, these these shootings take place in broad daylight in Walmart or or schools. Yeah, you're right. This is one of the few that I feel like really. Granted, we have had those recent ones. Yeah, there was Um, the
1: Vegas shooting, and but this was after. That's true. But that
0: is outside too. I don't know this. I don't know whatever. Yeah. Sure. Um, I saw that connection. yeah so (laughs) lasting impact for lights out no 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 whatsoever definitely not
1: if anything it was more like it it was more of like a a thing that david sandberg could do
0: to get to his next thing (laughs) yeah yeah i could see that and like you said production value is good i wasn't like wanting it to be over, but I was ready for it sure. to be over. You I know, I what, I know mean? what you mean. Yeah, you're like, there's uh, nothing else you're going to do here. To I
1: will say, yeah, there, there were a couple moments not necessarily um, cheap jump scares, but I, I think jump scares are hard to pull off, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that David Sandberg can, can do them well. Fair,
0: fair. Um, okay, let's pop over to the deeper meanings involved in Don't Breathe. What do you got? <laughs> I have a tough time with this one, actually. Nothing? Because I was thinking it, it's
1: probably mostly just about class um, yes, economic disparity is economic a huge part. Economic uh, um, disparity, just the fact that the whole thing that's driving the blind man is the fact that his his child was killed by a rich kid, right. and the rich kid got mm-hmm. away with it, and now he's got this
0: money that he's not using. I mean, it's just yeah. No, I think that's the best thing we can pull from it. Of course, you have the effect of war on one psyche, the PTSD angle. Bringing, right, bringing right. the little little bit war of the, home, sort of situation, yes. uh, losing your, your any value in human human life because he's not a supernatural entity. You know what I mean? No willingness no. to kill without without any sort of sympathy, and and putting one's home and own selfish needs above those of others. Right. It's interesting that this was the year that Trump was elected. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. his motto yeah, yeah, yeah. was "Make America Great Again." We are going to focus on the homestead. Build that wall around us, like yeah. the barred windows. I saw, I saw something cooking there. And if you look outside of
1: his place, there was nothing. Like it was almost like isolated with a, right. a, a wall that you couldn't see. True.
0: Also, this was the area the Flint, Michigan water crisis happened. Right. That deals with economic disparity big time too. Right. It's a Michigan locale. Um. And lasting impact. I think at least people know of this one in a way yeah. that, like you said, you haven't seen lights out, and you're a horror fanatic. Yeah. I put that one off because I,
1: I think it was I was not excited. It was PG thirteen. Yeah, and, I didn't
0: realize that. I didn't yeah. realize that. And I will say in a second, it might it might get a should have been replaced possibly. Okay, by something okay. else. Um, uh, so so just
1: really quick, don't breathe. It has a lasting impression, but people remember it for two things. They either remember how like clever it was about this blind guy, yeah. and like the, ten, the ten, tension tension it builds. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of people who just remember it for the turkey baster.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I
1: had seen it and I didn't remember the turkey okay, baster. Okay, good. Because I remember when this came out, everyone was talking about it and they were trying their best to not ruin spoil it. I'm like, that part. That's not a That's not a thing that I, I needed to. No. Like... That's what I, I tried to that erase from, that. Almost from prepare my me memory. for that, so I don't need Honestly, to. Honestly, I would
0: rather. I mean, this sounds horrible. I would rather had him like, Actually, not use yeah. a baster and yeah. just be gross and make me not like him more because this is walking this weird line of okay is yeah, that is that better there's he's actually trying to...
1: a couple other things that you could you could pull from especially that that scene is that he is an atheist mm-hmm. oh true that's he, an interesting part you know and, and he even says you know there's nothing that a man can't do once if you don't believe in god yes exactly yeah. so i like that so there's that something there Yep. There's like – and here's the thing. The he's guy, lost his humanity. He's lost his humanity, but he still survives. He's done horrible things, mm-hmm. and then there's no really repercussion. True. Is there anything there that says, you know, you could live your whole life being religious because you're trying to get to, to heaven and you're trying to live a proper life? Right. Or is he just saying, uh, I don't give a,
0: a shit, and I'm going to do these terrible things, and I'm going to get away with it? That's why I think he wants this kid to be his, like, slave. You know what I mean? To yeah. just – help him live longer okay. all he cares about this is kind of Darwinian in a sense yeah. he just wants to live longer and he knows that having a little minion there is going to help him do that yeah. do you think he would have let the women go if they had successfully had his baby no you think he would have killed him I think he would have killed him I think so too but,
1: but you're right maybe there is something about him needing a pair of eyes that's what I think raising yeah. a kid to be For his sure. eyes because <laughs> he does have the dog um, okay let's go ahead and give these pentagrams uh, yes. Deeper meanings uh we'll go with uh, lights out first. I gave deeper meanings a three. Here. Me too. I think this That's was the
0: juiciest one. Yeah.
1: If you were to actually take anything away from this movie it's... I think
0: more people more masses would relate to what's going yeah. on there and maybe to pull something from it as yeah. a deeper meaning in a sure. way that would I think would be harder for your average movie goer in All right. Don't Breathe. Which I gave a two. Yeah. Uh don't don't breathe, I gave a, a two as well. Yeah. All right, final one, final category here. Fright Factor, we have a kill count of seven in Lights Out, and we have a kill count of only three in Don't Breathe. But the kills are way better in Don't Breathe. But let's talk about the quality of kills in Lights Out right quick. Uh, the opening Death of the Father is the one that I like the most. Correct. Kind Singer. of hooked me. I was like, oh, I haven't seen this, because I thought I had going into it, and then I realized, oh, no, yeah. I would have remembered that, because that's that's I, the one I'm going to remember out of all the kills. Right. You know? Right. Uh, yeah, I think that was the most
1: creative. So, so the woman in in that opening scene is the director's wife. Oh, she is the actor from the short film version. So the oh. reason he gave her that scene where she's actually the first one who discovers that it, you know, she flips the lights, which I don't know. Oh, so yes. I thought it was really nice. That, okay, that's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, I almost forgot about that role. But yeah, nice. Um, so she she doesn't get killed though. I thought that would have been. No, bad. she doesn't. She's like I saw something. Well, she's not trying to Be take careful. Sophie away from her. No, that's right? true.
1: Then why even mess with her? I don't
0: know. That's true. That's a (laughs) good point. Never mind. Diana's just a jerk. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Diana's just... Was that your scariest scene then?
1: Um, You know, I think there were a couple other scary moments. Maybe not a whole full sequence. Like, they they really built that scene nicely in the beginning because he's running from spotlight to spotlight. He goes into his office. He grabs the bat. And then those lights go out.
0: Um, Did his short conversation with his kid make you care enough about him, though? Because for me to be scared, I got to, like, care a little bit at whether or not they're going right. to die or not, you know? And that, I think, I loved the way it looked, and it's a quality kill is the way I put it, but I don't think it's a scary kill, per se, okay. you know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but- I,
1: don't- <laughs> I don't know. I... I'm trying to pinpoint exact scenes. I could just picture her, you know, appearing. And, and like, I don't, I didn't find this stuff in the basement. That's scary, what it should have been.
0: Only, only, okay. My, I put my scary scene is, is just when she dropped whatever she dropped down the the shoot to the fire, that squelched the fire suddenly. I didn't see that coming when she was able to, because they were huddled around the little, I think it was the furnace fire? I don't know. What was that in the basement where they kept throwing stuff in to feed the fire? Right. And then she was able to, there's like a shoot. I'm guessing it was the chimney of sorts, squelch, squelch yeah, something right. down it. I didn't see that coming. It, it was, that was like pretty the cool. one moment where I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, okay. That was a little yeah. fun little moment that I didn't see coming. And I sort of cared enough about the kid to be scared in that moment. Because the yeah. kid was good with like, like coveting the uh-huh. candle, any sort of light he just he needed. So or when he woke up and he saw that the light was out, that's a good little moment. Yeah, actually, you know what I think is the scariest scene: the first time he sees his mom talking into the dark. Oh yes, yes, that's the best.
1: That is great because he runs back to his room. Um, that was a really nice built-out scene too. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, his mom's like, oh, she even drops that line, did we wake you or something yes, like that. And you're like, I that love that the we stuff. We. Yeah.
0: That, that, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, let's pop over and talk about the Fry Factor and don't breathe. Um, what do you think? So, yeah, I mean, it's
1: a different type of uh, tension. True. Uh, I thought it was really well done, and there's, <laughs> it's. I, I mean, I don't know if it's ironic, don't breathe, because there are moments where you feel like you're watching and you're holding your breath because you're listening right? and you're, yeah. Um, which I thought was really well done. I, I yeah, I, I, I mean, some, certainly some of it was gross, but all building up to it was pretty cool, like a yeah. game of like cat and mouse.
0: Agreed. You know, and it is. I do consider it a horror, uh, based on the grisliness of the kills and but of it's course a thriller, the director. Like, yeah, at, uh, at the I, heart of it, right? Um, I, I wasn't really scared at all, with yeah. the exception of sure. the Cujo scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. that got me, like. I'd seen Green Room the day before where oh, they yeah. go I further they go further with the <laughs> yes. dogs. Yes. So I think that was still resonating in my brain. I was like yeah. and I'm not like I like I don't like pit, bull, pit bulls or big dogs like that. I'm just not, okay. I'm not a big dog guy like yeah, that. Like, yeah. you got a nice dog. Sweet yeah, dog. Yeah, I've got a big, sweet but Those ones that are killing machines <laughs> deep down, you know? Yeah. I know they can be sweet,
1: but... They can be. They get a bad rap, but I understand what you're saying. They're certainly intimidating. They can be intimidating. They scare
0: me. That, that scared me the most. In it is Because they scare me in real life. I mean, life that was certainly
1: dogs. the point of that scene. So, yeah, it worked. That's totally. I'm just realizing I, I gave
0: these both the same, which is interesting. I, I... Before you give the score, was there any musics or sound design that you really noted in either of these? Not necessarily the lights out, but I did like
1: the sound design in Don't Breathe. A little bit. A yeah. Little bit.
0: Not like iconic. There's no like theme. No. Right? You no. never recognize that, oh, that's from that no. movie. That's a problem for me always. Um, okay. So what would you give them both? I gave them both a three. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty generous.
1: Because here, if they both have massive plot holes and yeah.
0: problems with these movies,
1: but they still are kind of fun. Yeah, they're both fun in their own
0: way. You to watch either one of these again anytime. Soon. No, neither no. am I. Like, no. I don't know if maybe I don't, don't breathe when I completely forget about the turkey baster yeah. scene again. <laughs> as long as that's still in my head, no, I know you're not going to be watching I don't, it I don't again. Need to. Um, so as a, okay, I gave a two to Lights Out and a 2.5 to Don't Breathe. Um, what is your total grand pentagrams for Lights Out? Total for Lights Out is a 14. And I have 11 and I have 15.5 for Don't Breathe. And Don't Breathe, I
1: have 17.
0: There you go. The bell has rung, ladies and gentlemen. Don't Breathe. I'm going to give Chris the chance to supersede this one because- I haven't seen this movie, but you have talked about this 2016 movie that I probably would have put in place of Don't Breathe had I realized that it was Mm -hmm. released this year because it actually deals with kind of a similar, like, tone.
1: Hush. Oh, man. Mike Flanagan. I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. But I know you have, and I have such faith in your ability to determine uh, what should be considered the most iconic of the year because I can't deny, I do feel like a lot of people have seen Don't Breathe, Mm -hmm. and it has well-deserved it in this showdown. Yeah. Do you think it would have gone another way if it was Hush versus Don't Breathe? Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. We have a steal tonight. Hush. We yeah. have a steal. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to watch this now because apparently Hutch is, Hush is Hush. more iconic as a mainstream horror. Yeah. You think more as many people have seen Hush as Don't Breathe? Yeah, I think don't people breathe? have really? now. I okay. I think now they have. I don't know how I missed and that I one. I think
1: though. people... I mean, you've got an iconic mask in Hush. Really? All you've right. got a really um, interesting, different type of cat and mouse. The, the um, protagonist in, in Hush is um, deaf.
0: Oh, okay. So she doesn't... It's, that would have been a better showdown with Don't Breathe than the deaf yeah, versus the blind. Yeah, over lights out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah over, over lights out. Yeah. Go against Don't Breathe. Yeah. All right, this is our first deal. And this in the Icon Showdown, there are no rules, pretty much. So if you figure that there is a Go, better movie yeah. that year that should have won, hell, right in. Right. <laughs> but okay, so the bell is rung. It's official. Hush is the most iconic, <laughs> uh, uh, but we're still going to give props. Let's say to to Don't Breathe for at least kicking Lights Out's ass. Um, I want to thank Chris for being part of this thank podcast you. again and helping me uh, round out this end of October, the first month of the Icon Showdown what a podcast. Fun month it's been. Um, what? How do people follow you? People, what do you got
1: cooking? Um, people can go to Twitter or Instagram at Set Horror. Uh, you will find links to my podcast just about anywhere. If it's if it's you can't find it, go to my Instagram account and direct message me and tell me you can't find it because I've got some really cool guests um, coming up uh, this this coming Friday. Uh, I've got Dana De Lorenzo from uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh, nice. Um, so that'll be fun. We had a really great conversation there. And then you can also find me with my other podcast at Monster Pulse. That's on uh, every platform as well under that same handle. And then you can go to our, the YouTube channel, uh, our YouTube channel, Sea Monsters. Hell yeah. And um, I know we've, we've, this has been a busy month, but we do yes, have, have projects in the works. That's true. That is but, very uh, true. if you haven't seen Living with Michael or you haven't seen Living with Pennywise, please go look for those as well. And uh, And the
0: underrated Mary Mary. And Mary Mary. (laughs) Um, Which is a little more original, because obviously we're doing parodies with the other one. Um, I know in Monster Pulse you guys were doing your 31 Days of Halloween. Did you... Were you able to watch up up till now 29 uh yeah you have yeah and I so just, i appreciate you squeezing these puppies in oh, too because i know it couldn't have been couldn't have been easy
1: my co-host Zach and i were talking about though it's like you make those lists and then you're you're like what do i do on, oh on the God. weekend like i don't so i just watch movies i don't <laughs> watch
0: anything else i finally watched yeah. a little of the Connors last night i freaking love it i, I yeah. don't know i can't watch comedies with laugh tracks sure but for some reason i've made an exception for this and no. it doesn't bother me like it normally does um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I gotta do. I've been doing sixty-two, yeah, sixty-two <laughs> in one month. I feel like uh, what is it? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, two horror movies a day yeah. means the shrink's getting paid. Do you th- know?
1: Do you think after this month you'll uh,
0: watch any horror anytime it's, soon? Uh, <laughs> it might I might do like a sequel week or something I in know. November. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not anytime yeah. super soon. Um, But, yeah, right now I'm leaning toward maybe, like, the Thanksgiving week doing showdowns between Thanksgiving movies over different decades. But it's still up in the air. Still up in the air. Um, Cool. But, again, thank you. If you want to support the podcast, please go to my media social hub, uh, parasociable.com, where you will find those uh, comedy horror shorts that we mentioned, as well as my novel about the dream recording, and, of course, some fresh tunes. So, until the next time, as they say in the business, the bell has rung.